Welcome to Coworking with Iris, a podcast exploring stories and insights with the people behind the movement. Hi, this is Iris Cavanaugh, and in this episode, I'm speaking with Hector Colonis. He is the founder of the Included Network. And a couple months back, my business partner in Women Who Cowork, Laura, and I asked Hector if he would be able to get some women products um, into the Included Network, and especially if he could somehow get us discounted access to tampons. Not knowing what to expect, uh, we made this request, and what he ended up doing is just so much more than Laura and I ever anticipated as possible. And he's basically launched a global campaign around um, getting tampons into co-working spaces. And it's just wonderful. It's such a wonderful effort. And I'm so thankful to Hector for leading this charge. And let's go ahead and dive into the conversation. Hi, Hector. Hey, Iris. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Welcome back. It's great to have you back. It's good to be back. It's been a, it's been a while, but it's good to be here. <laughs> it has been a while. I took a little break, just a little one. <laughs> Glad to have um, you back well, I'm so, yeah, thank you. I'm so excited to be having this conversation today. And um, it's really thrilling to see what you're doing. Um, and to know that, you know, Laura and I, um, when we first started working with you, we asked you, hey, could you get some women's products? <laughs> could you work with some women-owned businesses? And by the way, we need to get tampons in all the co-working spaces. What can we do about that? And then, like, I don't know, a few months later, voila, you're doing this campaign. It's just incredible. So I'm excited to, to have this conversation today. So let's start off by telling us, what is the sanitary sanity campaign, anyway? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're very happy to be, you know, leading this charge. Um, the sanitary sanity campaign is pretty much what it sounds like it's our idea to to remove the insanity and the fact that so many shared workspaces provide great coffee great wi-fi and free toilet paper but they're not providing products or they're not making products accessible for the millions of women who use those spaces every day um so you know we saw it as an opportunity for us to step in and really leverage this this notion that we're introducing of aggregated buying and aggregated uh, campaigns across multiple co-working spaces all around the world in order to do good. Um, so yeah, that that's a small introduction into what we're doing with the Sanitary Sanity campaign. Wonderful, I love it. Well, so how can co-working spaces get involved in this? Sure. So we're still currently running a sort of a survey where we ask co-working spaces around the world do you offer female hygiene products to your members um and if so in what quantities what are you spending um what's the usage like um and if not why not um you know a lot of spaces have actually reached out and told us that they just hadn't thought of it or they hadn't had the budget for it um so by aggregating this this information and getting people to tell us whether they do or they don't we can leverage that to do bulk buying and to renegotiate bulk buying deals on behalf of all these co-working spaces. 
So if you are anywhere in the world and you run a co-working space, head over to included.co forward slash hygiene and let us know what your position is currently on providing these kind of products to your members. Um, we've had so many great conversations so far that I'm looking forward to having even more. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I hope that you get a lot more responses because I'd love to hear from different people across the globe, you know, what are they doing and what's currently happening and what is their, what is their open-mindedness or what is their mind frame um, around the idea of providing um, their members with sanitary products? And so why are, why should a co-working space get involved in this? Why are you looking to co-working spaces, um, you know, to bring tampons into their spaces and what's in it for them, so to speak? Sure. Um, so, the, I mean, the first, the first question is why, right? Why, why co-working and why should co-working spaces see themselves as this is something that they should be doing or getting involved with? Um, and I think we're increasingly starting to realize that worldwide, the tens of thousands of spaces that exist are getting really good, are being really well positioned in, in the ability to, to sort of make an impact, not only in their local community, but in the way people work. What we've seen worldwide is how, when, uh, why, and where people work is drastically changing. And they're looking to spaces and to spaces inspired by co-working spaces to, you know, to, to build new business and build the future of workspaces. Um, and because of that, we're uniquely positioned to be able to bring new innovations or new uh, ways of looking at work to market. We've brought, you know, open space workplace, open place workspaces to market. We've brought a lot of other innovations like, you know, having drinks on tap and great coffee available for, you know, uh, in the lobbies and stuff like that. So I think that it's, it's a great way for us as a global community to make a further impact. Um, but it's also by, by spaces working together, we aggregate buying. We push down prices because we buy together. Um, and that means that we can push budgets further. We can make sure that we stock more products. We stock a higher variety of products. We're not going for the lowest um you know uh, price point where we're going for things that actually make our members feel at home in the third place that is the workspace yeah and um you know as a person who uses these products <laughs> i gotta say it's uh refreshing to note that the world is starting to understand that when you provide perks to people it's not just beer or you know, games and a gaming room or uh, meditation or yoga, it's also got to be about what allows them to work um, in a in the most comfortable way that they can and to be the most productive that they can. And, um, you know, I think all of the people across the world with periods can tell you that there are times where unexpected things happen, whether it's a meeting takes longer than you thought it was going to, or you get your period at a moment you weren't expecting it to happen. And in those moments, um, having to run out to a drugstore or run home to change, those kinds of things can be really disruptive to work. And we need to create a solution so that everybody can work comfortably. And 
we don't have to have people with periods in the position of, you know, well, they're not the best people to hire because things can happen to them. Uh, there's the old adage, you know, a woman can't be counted on because she goes crazy from time to time. And it's trying to rid us of that entire mindset around the idea of a woman's cycle and um, a body cycle. And so knowing that you are really leading this effort. I mean, honestly, Laura and I asked you if you would look into getting these products, but you're taking this to a whole new level. So I love that you're doing this. And I do have to ask you, you know, why you're a dude, <laughs> you're not using these products. Like, you know, why is it you? Why is it Hector that decided that we needed this campaign to get these products across the world? But also, I feel like in some ways, you're the perfect person to do this because those of us who are people with periods, um, you know, we've been saying this for a long time or we've been quietly and discreetly meeting our needs for a long time. Um, but at some point it, it gets exhausting to bang the door and be like, hey, we're here. Does anybody see us? Does anybody understand that we've got, you know, we're 50% of the population and we've got these needs and these needs affect everybody. And um, can we all work together to make sure that they're met? So having a man lead this conversation, um, it's exciting for me um, for the reasons that I just talked about, but also because as a mom who raised an, another human being who also has a period, I love the fact that we're able to have this open dialogue. I mean, we're here doing a podcast, <laughs> a business podcast on period products. And yet this is really serious and this is a really important conversation. And um, the ability for us to have an open dialogue will really help to reduce shame um, around a woman's cycle, which is a really important thing to do. So thank you. It's, it's my pleasure. And it's, it's kind of why we do what we do. Um, we believe that communities like co-working spaces enable sort of economic empowerment within every community that they're involved with. Um, and a big part of that is that humans use these workspaces um, and 50% of humans will have periods. It's not, it's not like rocket science. It's not, you know, innovative thinking. It's just purely if we want humans to be comfortable and humans to be able to do the best work, we need to provide to their needs. Um, and once we're taking care of their needs, then we can add in all the other fun stuff um, that, you know, make, make, some co-working spaces really cool and trendy. Um, and that's kind of why I got so involved with it once, once we had that chat about, you know, uh, bringing more, not only bringing the products into spaces, but making them more visible. Going back to what you mentioned before, a lot of spaces had reached out to us and said, yeah, we have these products, but they're in the third drawer to the right of the community manager's desk. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, a young intern or someone who's new in the space or a visitor in the space wouldn't know where to get that so they still land up in the exact same problem even though the community managers have implemented a solution for it um so a big part of making taking it to that next level and you know being a guy who puts the face on that and you know pushing this out as a global campaign is, is to make it possible and acceptable for there to be a stand in the unisex bathroom that has these products or in the, the both in both bathrooms, you know, um, and it's been really interesting to see people kind of respond to that because it's not 
it, it sounds weird, but it's not me asking for something that I need. And that's probably why it's getting a slightly different response. Um, it's, it's ridiculous, <laughs> but that's why we call it the sanitary project, the sa- sanity, sanity, right? Sanitary sanity. It's, it's, it's insane that this should be the way it's done. It should just be obvious. Um, and that's what we love to do. We love to work on the things that will become obvious next. And we think that humans being comfortable with their work is something that's going to be obvious. Um, so that's why I'm so excited about working on this project and this, this campaign. Um, not only with the 160-something communities in the U.S. <laughs> she agrees. Uh, but also with, you know, the, the, the hundreds of spaces around the world who need these kind of products or need to remove the taboo around these kind of products. Yes, I love it. And so for those of you who are listening to the podcast-only version, right now... <laughs> <laughs> My cat, Snickerdoodle, um, decided to join today's interview, and um, he was just having some fun playing pat a cake with the air and <laughs> <laughs> causing us to giggle just a little bit. Um, yes, and you know, so we talked a little bit about the shame that surrounds um, and, and sort of the stigma that surrounds uh, a woman's menstrual cycle, and unfortunately, that has been the case for a very long time, and I think that's beginning to shift. Um, at least in this culture, this country, um, and maybe Western culture, um, thanks to the millennial and Gen Z folks um, who are like, hey, it's no big deal. This is what happens. You know? So I, I very much appreciate that. I love that the conversation is neutralizing. I love that the conversation is democratizing. Um, <clears throat> there are several campaigns across the globe currently to bring feminine care products to different people who are in need, um, especially girls in developing countries. Um, a lot of times having access to feminine care products can be a, a determinator on whether a girl is able to attend school or not. And so if you can imagine not having access to sanitary napkins or a tampon, being the determinator of whether or not you get an education which affects the rest of your life and frankly affects your community and your country's economy, that's insanity. So I, I do understand why you called it the sanitary sanity campaign because, you know, this isn't 2000 years ago where people didn't understand the, the reasons, the why of things. And it's not a hundred years ago where women didn't have any rights. This is 2019, it's almost 2020. Um, the time is now. Uh, here in the US, prisoners, female prisoners, don't have access to sanitary products. They have to purchase them from the commissary. And so there's a, a campaign here in California to get sanitary products um, included in what a woman who is in prison receives as her basic um, needs. So toilet paper, you know, toothbrushes and sanitary products. And it's for the same reason. Why should she have to spend what little money she has at the commissary? And you know, those commissary owners are making bank off of those prisoners, um, you know, in order to meet the needs of her physical body when the taxpayers are actually paying for her physical body's needs to be met. So I love that you're doing this at this time and that you've taken this campaign on uh, when you have, because I feel that it is part of a global movement, as I mentioned, to normalize 
um, the conversation around these cycles. And let's be frank, you and I wouldn't be here and neither would any of us if a woman didn't have her cycle. So this is actually something that affects 100% of the population. That being said, I'm curious what kinds of reactions you are getting as a man. Um, you know, co-working has been dominated by men up until recently. It's a movement that um, I happen to know 86% of the people who run co-working spaces, the employees of co-working spaces are women. Um, but to date, that's only, the ownership numbers for that have only been 36%. So as you're talking to the owners of these companies and not just the community managers, what's the reaction? You know, how, how are people um, reacting to this? I know when we, when we first started having this conversation a while back in a group um, setting, one of the comments that sort of came through was someone saying women's products, You're, you know, why are you focused on women's products? And so I'm curious, you know, are you getting that reaction of these are just things for women or are you getting a little bit more buy-in from people? Um, like I, I anticipated more, more of a pushback. I anticipated more people to be like, you know, we don't provide X, Y, Z. I'm like, but, but at the end, I mean, we're not at the end yet. We still have a long way to go. But from what, what, I'm, what I'm hearing back and the responses I'm having, the conversations I'm having, people are kind of either shocked that they hadn't thought of it and them, mm. them standing up and saying, hey, I hadn't thought of this. It's something I'm interested in. Um, that, that's a, a, a great conversation to have. But what I'm also loving to see is the fact that people have like, they've thought about it. They've, 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 explored the options maybe it hasn't been a top priority for them for xyz reason we all know how the margins are in co-working spaces and everyone's fighting for the best pricing and you know the best staff and you know it's it's, it's a tight business model to run um and that's kind of why i'm so excited about this idea of working with great partners to push down the pricing so that cost isn't an inhibitor uh and that's only something that we can do now it's, we've got we've gone to a stage where we have enough working spaces worldwide to be able to do that kind of stuff um but the actual responses have been you know overly positive whether i mean from from the people who hadn't thought about it and have now started implementing it um but also to give a voice to the that, that 80 something percent of the co-working workspace the co-working movements work uh you know the workforce they probably i mean having had conversations with some of the community managers who maybe don't have the decision-making ability, you know, they used to bring in stuff from home or, you know, they would go and buy a, a, a small pack of things to keep, to keep in their drawer if, if one of the members needed. Um, but to, get, to bring it to, to the surface and to make it something that they could share with the decision-maker has really allowed them to have that conversation and to show that, the responses have been overly positive, whether it's shared in you know, our alliance uh, communities or shared on Facebook or shared on social media. Overall, the, the responses have been like, either this is great, we want to get involved with it, or of course we do this, doesn't everybody? And just that <laughs> has kind of pushed forward anyone who is kind of on the fence. Um, and I think in that, uh, in that regard alone, it's been a huge dramatic shift in maybe being something people didn't really think about to being something that came front of mind and is now part of their offering. It's part of, you know, 
their culture to be accepting to all humans. And I think that that is, mm -hmm. it's, it's been one of my proudest moments of this campaign so far to see that reaction. Yes, I love that. Um, I just got off a conversation um, with a woman from Houston and we're planning some conversations. I'm in a coworker planning some conversations around diversity and inclusion in the workplace and uh, you know, hosting global conversations around this. And we actually get asked uh, quite often um, by our male allies, how do I make my space more friendly for women? How do I um, make sure that you know, women feel welcome and included in my space? And I gotta say, having some tampons in the bathroom equally seen by everybody or you know on the shelf where you put your tissues and your eyeglass wipes and all of the other things that you provide your members that's a pretty easy way to show um you know that you're a you're a welcoming space to the population that does have periods um so i love that and i love that we can sort of draw this into that conversation as well it's all wrapped up it's all together <laughs> it always is so yeah so um so what's the timeline and you know the overall campaign rollout plan tell us a little bit about who you're going to be working with and um what we can expect there sure so we're still uh, we're still taking um feedback and uh, basically survey responses from any co-working space whether they're buying or supplying or not or not going to you know that information allows us to make um to make re-educated decisions on where we where we can help the most uh right now in the us we just launched our first partnership uh, with a company called lola great products uh loved by many many uh, humans um and they've just they've just rolled out a a really cool um discount and display system so they they provide a free display uh, i wouldn't say a box but a display stand that will allow mm -hmm. you know to really highlight the fact that these products are not only high quality but are provided by the community um and that is a really cool campaign to launch and we're doing similar campaigns with a whole bunch of great companies all around the world, from the UK to Australia, to, to down in Africa and in Asia. Um, and it's, there's a lot more to be coming still, but we still need more and more uh, feedback from spaces, more insights, you know, mind the pun, but include us in the conversation. We're doing this for everyone. Um, so um, that's our current time out. We've released the first partnership this week or it's last week this month um, and uh, <laughs> it's going, it's, yeah, yeah it's going really really well um people are really excited about it lola's really excited about it the whole team there is they've been working with us for several several weeks almost a few months now on you know how do they how do they support co-working with their products um and mm. i'm really excited to keep rolling out more products and more more partnerships like that on behalf of the hundreds of co-working spaces that we support Yes, um, I love it. And for those of our listeners who don't know what Lola is, Lola is a sanitary um, supply delivery company. So much like you get your Stitch Fix box of fashion every month or your um, you know, box of makeup or your box of food delivered to you every month, you can also have a box of tampons delivered so, they, so that you never run out, which is wonderful. Um, they're organic tampons. It's a woman-owned company. 
it's just a really great service um, for those of us who are busy <laughs> um, and often too busy to get to the grocery store and or or don't think about it ahead of time or whatever and just to have those products delivered on a subscription basis is really wonderful and Lola I'm so excited to welcome you to the co-working world you're gonna love us we're really great people and Hector um, tell us a little bit more about the logistics because um, what you're rolling out is going to benefit co-working space operators because they're going to get discounts to subscription services for sanitary products what about the members? Obviously, the members are going to get to use these products that are in their co-working spaces. But one of the things that I love about Included as a workspace operator is that I can get discounted access to the services that, and, and products that I need to run my business. And I can offer all of that as a perk to my members, which just enhances the value of my membership because then they also get to take advantage of that platform that included is built and buy those products and services at a discount as well. So is this something that the members will also be able to benefit from? How does that work? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, our, our company, we run essentially the world's largest perks program for multi-business communities. Um, and we do serve both. We serve the operator and the member, and we do that through sort of a white label platform that's available to both, both uh, sort of groups. Um, right now, the Lola perk and the first few pilots will be operator specific. So they will be releasing perks for the operator to order at a lower price so that we, we solve the first problem, um, which is that, that availability of products within the space. Um, because a lot of these um, deals are sort of at the wholesale level, we will roll out over the next few weeks the uh, direct to consumer discounts. And that will be the discounts on this on the subscriptions, on the home delivery packs, on specific products. Um, a lot of these companies work in auxiliary fields within the feminine hygiene and feminine health space. Um, so there's a lot of things that they are excited to bring and support uh, the, the members who apply or the members who are interested in those products. Um, and they will be added directly into the perks programs for all the spaces who are using our, our platform and our technology. And that will be done automatically behind the scenes. Uh, community managers will get a notification as soon as those perks are added so that they can notify their members, um, whether it's included within their community management software or their website or their Slack channel, wherever they talk to their members, the perks will be there too. Wonderful, I love that. So the first thing for spaces to do is to fill out that survey. Um, how about included? Tell us a little bit more about what you're doing and how spaces can get involved. I know we've I've interviewed you, excuse me, I know I've interviewed you about this before, uh, but it's been a little while and we've all grown up just a little bit more <laughs> since then. So just for our listeners who are new or don't know about what you offer. Give us a little bit of background on what Included is and then tell us how, you know, how does it work? How do we get access to these products and services at a discount? Sure. So, I mean, I'm just trying to remember when we last spoke. You just sent me down memory lane. So, yeah, we last spoke when I was still <laughs> in the UK. We were building out the early version of Included. Um, I'm now in the US doing US expansion. Um, but... Put really, really simply, the included platform is a really powerful member benefits program 
that is behind the scenes powered by the aggregated buying of hundreds of hundreds of communities. So what, what we do as a company is we figure out where are the bottlenecks, where are the pain points, where are the things that we can make more efficient or we can uh, apply an element of group buying to. And we negotiate those deals, we make them available, um, and then we directly make them accessible within all of our communities that we support. We support everything from sort of freelancer communities to co-working spaces to co-working alliances, all the way across to sort of traditional multi-business communities and buildings. Um, the premise is fairly simple. It's free to sign up. The idea is that our job is to make your memberships as valuable as possible to your members. Um, and we do that by a partnership level with the vendors. We charge the vendors for everything that they sell. They then, we then split that revenue with the community operator. So the community operators will end up making more money from giving their members discounts. Um, and that means that we can stay focused on making sure that every, every community is as valuable as possible for its members. Um, and as I said, it's free to sign up right now. You can go to included.co, whether you run any type of community and just get involved. It's, it's, uh, it's free to register right now. Awesome. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Hector. It's been wonderful chatting with you today again. And I really appreciate, once again, I just got to give you a big shout out for making this happen. It's, I think it's just a, an amazing testament to the power of community. You know, this is something Laura and I really wanted. We're building women who co-work and we talked years ago about partnering with all these different women-owned product companies and we just don't have the bandwidth to go after it. And then we started working with you, included built our website. Thank you so much. <laughs> We thought, you know, why not ask Hector if he can do this? Because this is really what he does. And I mean, I just, I can't stress enough how amazing it is that you've taken it to the level that you have. And it feels, I feel really included by included. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think, you know, people with periods across the globe are going to feel included. So thank you. It's, it's our pleasure. And thanks, thanks for letting us, you know, represent you and work with you. Thanks for listening today. If you want to get in touch, reach out to me at iris at iriskavanaugh.com. And if you like this episode, please let me know. And don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast on iTunes so others can find it too.